This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Syngenta, offering resources that can help people stay healthy, active, and manage stress. Syngenta believes we are stronger together. Learn more at syngentaus.com slash stronger together. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Department of Agriculture has announced nearly $1.7 billion in Conservation Reserve Program funds. According to the department, the contracts will cover 21.9 million acres of land. The news comes after 3.4 million acres were enrolled in the program in March after the first general sign-up in about four years. Ben Nulli has more in his story on agripulse.com. Coronavirus relief took more twists and turns today as the Trump administration and congressional Democrats continue to struggle to produce a final deal. President Donald Trump is reportedly pushing for a more expensive package than the previously offered $1.8 trillion, but Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he isn't sure he's interested in a bill bigger than $500 billion. With all the various developments seemingly by the minute on the deal, South Dakota Senator Mike Round says he's skeptical a deal will be done anytime soon. Because I really do think Republicans and Democrats understand that there is still a need to address specifically these areas that have been impacted by this pandemic. And, you know, for every one person that's been impacted medically by this pandemic, 33 people have been impacted by the economics of this pandemic. So we've got to continue to focus on that as well. He says agriculture will need to have a place in whatever is produced. It's just kind of like the continuing resolution. We had to do some negotiations between the House and the Senate, but the CCC had money put back into it. The, The CFAP Uh, 2.0 is there right now. I think that was included in the continuing resolution. So yeah, I I think there will be some items in there for ag, but a lot of it's going to depend on whether or not after the election there's actually an agreement to sit down. I think there will be. He says government funding, coronavirus relief, and the consideration of Amy Coney Barrett for the United States Supreme Court will take up much of the legislative calendar between now and the end of the year. For more from Rounds, including his thoughts on a recent string of bills to reshape the cattle industry, check out this week's Washington Week in Review on agripulse.com. The delay of a key biofuels announcement could have long-term ramifications. Agripulse's Ben Nulli has more. Despite President Donald Trump touting wins for biofuels in Iowa last night, his administration has yet to announce renewable fuel standard volume obligation proposals for next year. State University of New York professor Tristan Brown says waiting to issue volume proposals injects a huge amount of uncertainty into the biofuels sector. The commercialization that's occurred over the last decade has been in large part in response to the renewable fuel standard and the requirements set by that. And so if you know those requirements suddenly become uncertain, that's going to cause problems for the industry. They, they don't know how much demand to prepare for, you know, what types of investments to make, etc. Brown says the second obstacle with waiting is the proposed numbers may not reflect reality. If you take this entire process, it's supposed to be over several months and, you know, have lots of opportunities for public comment. And it's supposed to be, you know, a, a very well thought through process. If you take that and you compress it into just a few weeks, you run the risk that you're going to set the volumes too low or lower than what the industry can generate, and then your greenhouse gas emission reductions are not going to be as substantial as they could be. Traditionally, the Environmental Protection Agency releases the proposals in the summer and finalizes volume obligations by November 30th. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission has cleared a new rule on position limits. The commission approved the final rule this afternoon, House Ag Committee Ranking Member Mike Conaway praised the rule as focused on the real demonstrable harms which can arise from outsized positions. CFTC Chairman Heath Tarbert says the rule should stand the test of time. 
Congress had always intended that positions that are a bona fide hedge of price risk shouldn't be subject to limit. It's critical that we don't disrupt the regulatory experience of American producers, middlemen, and end users of commodities. He says this rule now completes the agency's major rulemakings on implementation of the 2010 Dodd-Frank financial law. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by Syngenta. During this particularly difficult time with COVID, Syngenta offers resources that can help people stay healthy, active, and manage stress through its well-being portal, which is available to anyone. Syngenta believes we are stronger together. Learn more at syngentaus.com slash stronger together. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.